2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
3: We all make mistakes at work. Oh sure. Some of them more severe than others. Mm. But there are some folks, Tommy, who have jobs that are so important mm. and require such a high level of safety that any mistake means not only are you out of the job right away. Yeah. But this is what people will remember you for no matter what you've done previous mm. forever.
4: You got to be buttoned up. You got to be tight.
3: Yes. Tommy, this mm. Maybe one of those stories. Oh,
4: what happened? You're hanging
3: out in the break room. just Classic Quack, 96.5 WCMF. Story happened just east of us, Tommy. Yeah. A school resource officer is out of a job after a very scary incident in an elementary school. What happened? According to News 8, the resource officer who was armed inside of the school... Mm. Decided he wanted to change from his uniform into his civilian clothes inside a staff bathroom at the end of the day. Okay. So everyone's gone. All right. it's he, normal. Yeah. He goes in, mm-hmm. changes his clothes, grabs all his stuff, and he leaves. However- Oh, no. He forgot one very important oh. item. His police belt with his gun. His holster. Yes. He left his belt with the gun inside oh. on the floor of the bathroom. And I'm
4: guessing it's armed.
3: Oh, uh, well, it's it's a gun. Mm. You know what they say. What's that? Don't have it if you ain't going to use it. Okay. So uh the good news. Good news. A school staff member found it, alerted the superintendent. No one had the gun that could have put anyone in danger. So that is a massive relief. Yeah, but The bad news, you left a gun on the floor of a school. So he's screwed. Oh, it gets worse from there. The officer who did this, according to News 8, is not only a resource officer at the school. Mm. Oh. He is a former chief of police for this town and a former town supervisor for the town of Lysander, which is about an hour east of us.
4: So he's worn many hats
3: in his career. Very
5: important. Probably a well-known person. Yes, respected,
3: upstanding jobs. And he left his gun on the floor. Yeah. The way this story ends, Tommy, might be the funniest part of it. The police chief, who now works in this town, Mm. says that this officer who left his gun behind, quote, handled the situation well. The chief says the officer accepted responsibility, understood the gravity of the mistake, and resigned. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you I left mean, a gun on the floor of an elementary but school. But he's a human being. No, that's not the thing. It's not, hey, we all make mistakes. I know. He go he said he handled it well. What was the other option other than yeah. resign from your job? Yeah. How? What kind of balls yeah. would you have to have yeah. to walk into the police chief's office? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me pitch why <laughs> I shouldn't be fired for leaving my gun on the it's floor bad. of an elementary it's school. Bad. Are you what? You have sympathy?
4: Well, I mean, I'm thinking like, so the chief guy now, yeah. like this other dude may have like Brought him up the ranks. Yeah, worked
3: under him, sure, yeah. Because yeah, it yeah. sounds
4: like this guy's been around a long time. Right, yeah. Hold
3: on, here comes Tommy doing all of the scripts from NYPD Blue seen throughout <laughs> his life. They worked together undercover, sitting, eating a powdered donut with a cup of coffee and a full cup on top of the thing. They've been through some things, man. I've
4: seen things. No, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, obviously it's terrible, but like I can see it also happening. And I I don't know how old the cat the guy is. No, have you he know, dropped it? No, I mean, he left but it I, on the floor. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, but obviously... Total accident.
3: Yeah, sure. I'm not saying he was nefarious and, in right, any way. Yeah. I'm not saying he had there's ill intentions. No bad intentions, yeah. 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 But you did. I know. You left know. a gun but Like, there's very few places, forget elementary school, where you could leave a gun behind where you'd be like, oh, well, he just left it there.
4: But you know, as a parent, yeah. you get frazzled. You you know, you know, may have left something out sure. that the kids could have gotten a hold of, yeah, God forbid.
3: Yeah. You know why I don't own a gun? <laughs> that reason. I know. not know. And here's the thing. Right. There are some mistakes. You will make it work. That are so bad, Yeah, there's no talking your way out of With it. With the career-ending move, as you say. You got it. There's no, uh, no one else you can blame. There's no excuse you can make. You just have to come clean and hope to God that there will be some mercy in some way, mm. right? Because now, in this specific story, the school and the police department have to get rid of this guy. You can't have him back. Yeah. But for some, excuse me, it's like burp, for some other potential career-ending moves, Tommy, there's always a small ray of hope. Mm. If I decide to come clean, and admit the things I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe just maybe they will see my humility mm-hmm. as a bonus yeah. and give me another chance. Well, you throw
4: a little mercy on the court,
5: like a mistake that right? you recognize, mm-hmm. you know you did wrong. I'll yeah. do better.
3: Tommy, does the average person have it in them to humbly admit to all they did wrong in a situation like that? Uh, no man does. Really? Sure. Oh, you don't think we so? We know how men are. Well, but you got so knew- a
4: thousand, you know, reasons
3: why. But you can argue that's the <clears throat> smartest move to make. I mean, if you're already going to lose your job, that's your Hail Mary. What is that? Coming clean. and.
4: Being- well, I said it, but no man has that in him. It's very hard to, be, to have that kind of humility is it- to admit that you screwed up and it's all your fault.
3: Okay, but when, I mean, Tommy, you don't think there are some things you can do at your job where it's not as hard as you would think? Like, I mean, if there's no one to blame.
4: Mm, but you. Yeah, I mean, you're, like, the only, you're the only man standing there.
3: In this situation, like, give me an excuse. Mm. Let's say you're this guy, you know, yeah. again, leaves a gun on the floor of the elementary school' is the resource officer, uh, somebody else finds it, no one's in danger, thank God, but you can't keep the guy around. Right. If you're not coming clean, what's the excuse you're making to try and save your ass?
4: My wife has been busting my balls every the time I get up to the time I put my head on that cement pillow
3: at night. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing uh, Robert Duvall from... Falling down. Okay, no. I see, I thought
4: you. Were just- <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Like yes. guys, just don't look for any excuse because no guy wants to be wrong. Okay, but you, nobody will- guy wants to be scolded.
3: So is that why we see so many career ending moves for men because they won't come forward and be like, "Look, I screwed up." and They I'm go gonna- down
4: in flames. There's a reason why that statement is exists. Going down in flames. Okay. But is it because?
5: Do you? I mean, I'm wondering in some of these pride case it's like you almost believe yourself that it wasn't your fault it's not even so much you're you're backing. you uh you feel like you're lying about it it's like you yourself believe that you know something else caused this we know a guy
4: right now whose career is tanking it is on a it is just on
3: fire are you talking about yourself in the third person (laughs) maybe (laughs)
4: And all they do is blame everybody around them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everybody. Yeah. Yes. That's that guy.
3: But I think there's an argument to be made. Mm. And again, the phone number is 252 WCMF 252 9263. Even when there are other people that blame yeah. at your job when something goes wrong, when you step up and go, hey, that was my bad. Oh, it's the way to do oh, it. But it shows it leadership, so right? I know. Like, that's I a know. leadership move. Like, yeah, I but
4: think... they're going to fire you. Maybe. But.
3: Maybe. Look,
5: man. Well, let's say you're getting fired either way. I, I still think it looks better on your way out. If you if you get ahead of it, you you know explain what you did wrong and say you know I'm sorry, and th- then then you can put it in their hands. But that's right?
4: a tough note nut to choke on. It is of all of the. Yeah. Oh, bro, it's a, it's a nut to choke on. Yeah, it's going to be the the worst. It's the worst thing you're going to have to do that day. I Look, hope
3: in this specific example, you're right. Like mm. this guy, he's done. There's yeah. nothing he can do. But there are those things where, like, if I. We know people Mm. who have done some things in our business where it's like, (laughs) whoa, and they came clean, and they stood up, and they put their hand up, and I think that your boss looks at you in a better light after it's over.
5: I Mm. also think um, (laughs) you can't come clean later.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you
5: have to make the decision to come clean right away because, like, let's say you make a mistake and you kind of think, well, maybe nobody will notice it for a while, and then they find it, and then you come clean. It that doesn't matter. Well, you yeah, you, you do caught. whatever you want you at that caught. point. Well, but, yeah, after the but, fact. But like, I think if you pointed out right away, say that was my mistake, I didn't realize it. Now that's, maybe I'm, that's m- the better way to go about it.
4: Maybe I'm in a minority of men, but I my initial natural reaction to something like that if i'm in trouble mm-hmm. is to lie
3: is right that up g- front
4: right i mean the lie is already uh, in process okay like the truth is like still napping
3: but here's the thing if you had any chance of saving yourself mm. standing up and wearing it this is on me mm. that lie completely eliminates that opportunity absolutely
4: stick. you're absolutely right pat
3: but that's your move
4: i've 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 had some lies that worked out for me
3: I'm like, hey yeah, I'm good at radio. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not that one, but other ones. So, got so, me through high school.
3: No, barely.
4: I got a diploma, bro. and That's all that mattered. All I knew is I needed that piece of paper. I didn't need the education.
3: Okay. You
4: didn't need the education. I did. You didn't need the education. Bro, southern school education. <laughs> this is
3: man who just said half an hour ago, I don't know how gas gets to my stove. Don't need education.
4: <laughs> well, they didn't should taught me
3: no gas. Schools for suckers, man. Yeah. You were saying, Kimmy, I'm sorry? No, I was
5: just going to say, I mean, you got through school, but who knows, like, if you showed a little humility, Ooh. who knows where that would have gotten you. Yeah.
3: Old man wave, there it is. Um, 252 WCF, t- uh, talking about a story just east of us, a resource officer in an elementary school is out of his out of a job after police say uh, he was changing from his uniform into his civilian clothes in the staff bathroom after hours. He changes, grabs his stuff, and leaves, except he forgot his police belt oh. with the gun on it. On the floor of the bathroom, a school staff member found it, alerted the superintendent. Everyone was safe the entire time. Very relief. Thank God. Very relief. But guy left his gun behind in the school. You can't keep him around. What Mm. makes it even worse is he is a former police chief for this town and was also the town supervisor. So he knows his
4: stuff. This guy is buttoned up. He knows his gig. Well, he
3: was. And that's what sucks here, right? Like We don't know anything about this guy, right? right? And again, I don't think what he did was on purpose. I don't think this makes him a bad person. It doesn't. He could feel... The guilt of a thousand mistakes. Yeah. What sucks for this story is for all of the prestige he had before and maybe all the good things he potentially did as police chief and town supervisor don't matter. Oh, it's wiped out. Oh, yeah. Because this is what everyone yeah. in that town is going to remember you for. At his
4: age, yeah. The
3: time you left your gun. And it's also going to have people go back and look at other things that mm-hmm. you did in those big time jobs mm-hmm. and reread it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. well, how do you put this? Retelling of history. Yeah. You know there are uh, there are times though, where making a mistake at work, which causes you to get blown out, is the best case scenario.
4: Oh, it was a blessing in disguise. Well, for example, that so, way like, God opens the door or something.
3: Yeah, you got it. Stooling and then the gas in the comes in and then starts <laughs> yeah. your stove. If you do something so embarrassing yeah. that your coworkers will never let you forget it, mm-hmm. it may be it might be better that you have to find a new place to work.
4: Yeah, just move
3: on. Well, like, it's one thing to lose the trust of the boss or management. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to completely lose the trust of the people you work around on a daily basis. Because if you know your balls are going to get busted yeah. every single day coming into work, how the hell are you supposed to do your job? Yeah.
4: You can't. Yeah. You're right? dead in the water.
3: No, because, yeah. yeah.
5: I mean, time can pass, but- that it'll always get brought up again. Like, maybe it's not always top of mind for people, but somebody's going to tell that story again.
3: And if it is a potential career-ending move and they let you stay, but your coworkers are going to bust your balls, it's not even like you can argue with your coworkers no. or defend yourself because you know you screwed up big time. Yeah. So, I mean, like, aah, yeah. aah, I don't want to lose my job, oh, but man. I don't want to hang out with these dicks.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Especially if that move, that mistake you made gets named after you. Like, oh, you, pulled, pulled, a- a, you <laughs> pulled a Tommy.
3: <laughs>
5: because I've been at jobs where that's been, It's been named after somebody that doesn't even work there anymore.
3: Yeah, and you have to go back and explain yeah. that person what to people. Pull
1: pulled
0: a Tommy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: There are uh, some things you don't realize are against the law. Oh. And it seems that's a story of one man uh, east of us. Whatever. It's very possible he was unaware that he was fracturing any kind of lawyer. However, even if that was the case, it doesn't change how freaking weird this is.
4: So he's like a nature boy? Uh,
3: Well, that's just it. I mean, it involves nature, but I don't know if it makes him a nature boy. And why, even with his explanation, doing this would make his life any easier. (laughs) You're hanging out in the break room, just Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. The story comes from just east of us. Mm. Back in late December, the State Department of Environmental Conservation officers discovered a red squirrel crossing the street of a residential neighborhood. So is that rare? Well, no, I don't mean red squirrel like the species. Mm. I mean like a normal-ass squirrel (laughs) that was painted red. Oh, painted. It was painted red. Like dyed
4: red hair. Mm.
3: It wasn't dyed. When they got closer. I didn't even know
4: they were Irish.
3: When they got closer, mm. they realized that someone had spray painted this squirrel. How do you, you quickly how do you do that? <laughs> well, the whole process. About two weeks later, a man who is currently on probation, who lived in the neighborhood where the red squirrel was found, mm. was questioned. And in this question, he admitted he has been spray painting squirrels red. Why? He would trap them, put them in a cage, douse the suckers in red spray paint, and then release them to a local park. And to answer why? It sounds cruel. The man said he wanted to keep track of the squirrels that were coming in and out of his yard because his dog was barking at them, causing him all kinds of stress. So
4: what is the red going to do I, for I you? I don't know.
3: great question.
4: Now so he can make... hold
3: a grudge, I guess? I yeah. I've seen that squirrel uh, before. Yeah, like I don't...
4: It's, what's, it's what dogs do.
5: Right. But like you're not getting rid of the squirrels. No. I mean, there's like an unlimited number of squirrels. Yeah, infinity so, squirrels. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And no, by the way, right. it's the only thing my dog lives for. Is for me to open up that door mm-hmm. and just haul ass after squirrels.
3: But, like, was his idea like he was going to give them Keep one track. spray paint warning and then if he saw I him come know. back, he was going to try and kill him? It must be. Does he not understand the squirrels wouldn't know that the spray paint means don't come back? <laughs> yes. So this man was charged with yeah. poisoning or attempted to poison animals yeah. on account of the pain. He's facing that stuff's a, toxic. He's yeah. facing a ton of charges involving wildlife violation and conservation laws. So mm. here's the thing. Yeah. And the phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. It's very possible this mm. man, if he's guilty, thought what he was doing was completely innocent. Like, who knew it was against the law to spray paint a squirrel? <laughs> Look, I'm being serious. I, I got guess that's
4: a- another warning you're going to have to put on that can. <laughs>
3: But, like, would you have thought spray painting a squirrel was against the law? Uh, yeah. Only
5: because, because of it being toxic. Okay. But let's say you found, like, a, a an animal spray paint. I guess I wouldn't necessarily think I'm doing harm to it. Yeah. Because you're also you know?
4: trapping wild animals and doing that and then releasing yeah. them. It, th- that whole operation seems wrong.
3: Okay, but here's the thing. In the defense yeah. of this man, in the defense of this man, I mean, you see animal scientists and professionals, like, trap animals and mark them in ways all the time. But they're
4: doing some scientific research. Look, I'm with you.
3: I'm with you. And they didn't go to Home Depot and get spray paint. But like if I'm in the mind of this man trying to figure out what he was thinking, Okay. That's maybe where his All head right. goes, right? I'm just marking so the it. So he wasn't trying to
4: really hurt the animal, he was just ignorant.
3: As far as he says. No, ignorant. But here's the thing. What? Even if that's where his mind was, mm-hmm. if he was naive to this being against the law, it's still weird as hell.
4: Yes. It's almost like I, I if I saw my neighbor doing this, I'm going, what else is going on in that house? So you're
3: seeing this as a red flag? Oh
4: literally a red flag on a squirrel. Like, these squirrels are giving me the red flag. You wouldn't think, like, w- if you're doing that in your house... Yeah. What else is going on in that house?
3: Yeah. So, like, they have a picture of the—he trapped them in cages.
4: Right.
3: He had, they have a picture of the traps, and they're just covered in red spray paint. Like, it was, like, laugh out loud funny.
4: So, like, he trapped them and sprayed them inside the cage. So,
3: he caught them when they were inside the cage. He sprayed, sprayed the skulls with spray yeah, paint. Yeah, and, and then let them go. Yeah, according to the allegations, and then brought them down to this park and c- cut them loose. Yeah. So, he wasn't trying to hurt them. Right. Because he could have killed them. Yes. I mean, Uh, 252 WCMF, can anyone explain the logic behind spray painting a squirrel? Anybody. So you're telling me, Tommy, and I see you mm. guys on hold. Give me a sec here. You're telling me that if you saw this happening in a neighbor's yard, you would now be on the lookout for even more bizarre, potentially dangerous things.
4: I'm telling my wife. And we're manning both windows on the side of the house because we'll do that sometimes. We'll go, hey, you, you see take the go-?
3: front yard, I'll take the
5: back. Yard. Well,
4: sometimes you get a bad angle, so like, well, and we'll communicate to each other almost yeah. like we're in a pillbox in World War Two. I will go, All right, I see, I don't know what kind of car that is. I can't read what's on the side of it.
3: Two clicks left.
4: Yes, we will do that.
3: Kimmy, if you saw a neighbor doing this, would it make you fear there were worse things going? Absolutely. on?
5: Absolutely, because okay. it's just it's just bad decision making, and it shows that you have too much time on your hands, right.
4: and I don't know
3: what you do with that time. Okay.
4: Yeah, so it goes down to that rabbit <laughs> hole of what else is going on.
6: Well,
3: here. squirrel home, squirrel home, mostly. two five two WCMF. Let's talk to Matt. Hey, Maddie, what's going on, buddy?
6: So I got an explanation for you. I think okay. I got I had an uncle years ago that they lived on Lakeshore Country Club. And he had a big squirrel problem. So he started trapping them and he was transporting them over to, uh, over, the riv- over the river, mm-hmm. uh, Stutson Street Bridge, took them across to the park over there. Okay. And he swore the same squirrels kept showing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he started painting their tails orange.
3: Okay. Was he aware <laughs> so, this was against the law?
6: Well, probably not. This is probably 20 years ago. Oh,
3: back before the uh, squirrel reform laws of 08. Now, you know,
6: <laughs> but, but, lo and behold, orange-tailed squirrels made it back across the Genesee what? River okay, so, to, but, his ba- to his backyard. But
3: here's my question, I mm. guess, Matt. And again, I understand your uncle, naive, you know, a little science experiment. Why would it matter which squirrels kept showing up in his yard, right? Because you finally find out, okay, it's the squirrels coming back from over the river and they're in my backyard again. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't call, I didn't call the defendant. Good.
6: I'm t- just telling you the story.
4: Because I'm just figuring more squirrels. Because this is like a squirrel area. They like this area. It is interesting. I, I, I'm sorry, go
6: ahead. I think Matt. He, was, he was retired at the time, and he just I couldn't hope. believe. He thought they were the same squirrel. So I think he just had to prove it to himself. Right. So. Why so, just, the, like, just the tails, not the whole squirrel? Yeah,
5: there is something about um, guys once they <laughs> hit retirement, they mm. become obsessed with backyard nature okay and it's almost like they label themselves like they become their own scientists okay so i guess i could see how this could progress into this i mean it's dedication but i know guys that have named the birds in their backyard and i'm sure if they their younger selves could see them now they would not be proud yeah
3: Birds.
6: Well, I'm going to let you go, but it turns out he was right. Those squirrels were able to get back across the Tennessee River to the back to, to the golf course. I'm not so.
3: defending him, but he had a point the whole time. <laughs> Matt, thanks for the call. My favorite part of this show is when callers get bored coming on the air with us. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, oh, God. 252 WCMF, and we're talking about this man just east of us. Back in late December, the Department of Environment. Environment of environmental conservation, some officers discovered red squirrels, not like the species, but spray-painted red squirrels crossing the street. Mm. A couple weeks later, they were interviewing a man on probation who lived in the same neighborhood. He admitted in this questioning that he had spray-painted the squirrels red. He trapped them, put them in a cage, doused them in red spray-paint, and then would release them in a park. And he said he did this to see if it were the same squirrels coming back into his yard where his dog would bark like crazy and Mm. cause him all kinds of stress. He's been charged with poisoning or attempting to poison animals, and he's facing a ton of other charges involving wildlife violence Violation and conservation law. So now we have two men yes. who have spray painted squirrels, mm-hmm. at least according to the allegations here. Uh, let's make it three, because Jeff is on CMF. Hey, Jeff, what's up, buddy?
6: Hey, what's going on, Pat? Yo. So my dad used to do this about like 10, 15 years ago. He would trap the squirrels in the backyard yeah. and then spray paint them Okay. and then release them in a local cemetery. Yeah. Just, I don't know the reason, just, uh, I guess, to see whether or not they'd come back. Okay. But, you know, he dropped, like, maybe yellow, silver, red, orange, all these different colored squirrels. They looked like Skittles.
3: <laughs> so what we're learning here mm. is we are missing a million-dollar idea, squirrel paint. Okay. How easy are squirrel squirrels
5: paint. to catch? Because they... <laughs> It's a
3: good question. Well, you got
5: to get
6: a squirrel trap. I
5: guess. Well, yeah,
6: he just used to have a heart. Okay. But then he didn't have a heart because he's spray-painting these little guys. <laughs> oh.
3: But he didn't, again, he didn't know it was illegal and he didn't try and hurt him. He was just doing a science experiment?
4: No, my dad's just kind of stupid. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did your mother say? Like, your mother had to see him doing this and not stop him. Um, You know, you'd
6: think, but my mom was always working. She was a nurse, so. Yeah. Like, she was busy doing productive
3: She was busy spray painting patients to see which ones were coming back to the hospital. Right. <laughs> Jeff, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Okay. Um, I just can't
4: imagine trucking out my backyard. No. And my wife looking out. See, I got a can of spray paint and some weird-ass animal trap, and I'm setting it all up and waiting.
5: But again, just why? You could just look at the squirrels.
3: Okay, but here's the thing. What we're learning here is we Mm. answer calls and we get these Facebook messages. It's a dad thing. Well, I think, Tommy, maybe more people are messing with wildlife for their own personal reasons than we think. Okay. Because there is, Tommy, you have to admit, even with you, a constant battle between some homeowners and wildlife. Mm Mm-hmm. They want those suckers gone, even though you have moved into a place that was full of whatever these are. Yes, they were here first, and but it's I... hard to understand. And tell me what is okay and not okay to mess with. Like I can kill mice, rats, and moles, mm-hmm. but I can't F around with squirrels. No, why? I don't know. And I'm not advocating for the killing of squirrels. Remember, there was that squirrels, slam. squirrel slam in Holly right. that they do, and that people were very upset about. Yes, yeah, pretty harsh. But I can call a guy to come yeah. and kill all the mice on my property. I guess because
4: mice and all those other things can get into your, into your stuff. House, or, yeah. Squirrels don't normally get into your house.
5: You like can that. have an infestation of those things, whereas squirrels—I mean, I've never heard of somebody. I—I I guess it's possible, but I don't know a lot of people that had squirrel problems inside their homes. I'm just
3: saying, if I look at a rat and I look at a squirrel, I mean, it's pretty. Similar. I mean, they're the
4: same. They're cousins. Right, right. So, cuz. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, I and mean, I'm not advocating for the killing of squirrels, but like, if I shoot a squirrel with a BB gun and mm. kill it, and I get caught, am I in trouble?
4: I don't know. Because kids do that kind of crap.
3: Yeah, and I've never heard of anyone getting arrested for it. Is there a squirrel hunting season? That would would mean you eat them. People do eat squirrel. That doesn't sound good to me. You don't like squirrel pie? (sighs)
4: That's not a thing. Squirrel pie's a thing. No, it's not. Okay, maybe we can Google squirrel pie. They're going to make a squirrel pie. Uh,
5: June 15th through September 30th is the... uh Oh no, I don't know if this is it. It's a small game season. Okay, well that would make um. sense.
3: Right, they are small games. Yeah, but can I? You know, you can't discharge a firearm in a lot of towns. Am I allowed to shoot in my backyard?
5: Well,
4: to your point, like because I had a mole problem in
3: my backyard, right? Sure, and so, on your back. But go on.
4: <laughs> so you could buy the poison to kill them. Yeah. yeah. And you could buy like your rat, mouse. I didn't see anything kill a squirrel. Okay. But I didn't see no squirrel poison. So maybe to your point. I guess we've made a rule that you just leave them alone. I guess we're comfortable with the squirrel because they're so goddamn cute. Okay,
3: well, maybe it could also have to do with what the squirrel does for us, like what part of the ecosystem the squirrel is. I don't know what it does. Well, if all squirrels disappeared, like, what negative effect would it have on us versus all mice or rats
4: disappearing? True. I mean, they don't spread disease.
3: 252 WCMF, as we continue our squirrel spray paint discussion, um, an alarming number of men are coming forward. Oh. Gary's on CMF. Hey, Gary, what's up, buddy?
5: Hey, how you doing this morning, buddy? Good, Gary. What do you got? Hey, my brother-in-law used to do the same thing as the previous caller said, uh, trap the squirrel. He had squirrel problems. They would get in the roof and die or get in the walls and die. And if you stink up the house, he would trap them, paint them, take them somewhere. His thing was is he
6: wanted to see if they would return. Um, The other thing that you guys are speaking
5: about, bats. You cannot kill a bat. I learned that the hard way. Bats, Uh, Bats. Yeah. You have to find, you have to relocate them. Well, I had a bad bat problem where the cat would, you would just see the cat looking in the corner of your house, staring, and there's a bat. There's a bad bat. Um, Shut
3: your mouth. I'd fill this thing full of BBs, and it would not die. Um, Yeah, and then you had to (laughs) leave. I I filled it full of BBs, and it wouldn't die, man. (laughs) It would not die. You're a monster,
4: Mark. God, this is turning into a war story. <laughs>
6: Seriously. Eighty babies went kidding? up that hill. Oh my seven God.
4: came back.
3: <laughs> well, Mark, I'm sorry about your bet. It's growing, buddy. Have a good rest of the day.
4: <laughs> but the one thing I ain't effing with at all yeah, is yeah. a goddamn bet. I,
5: I think you gotta know your limit. I mean, I when in doubt, just call an expert. That's
4: Dracula <laughs> yeah. in your house, baby. It's not really That's Dracula.
3: Maybe that's why he wouldn't die. Yeah. Filled them full of babies. Suckers still alive. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll take one more call. Only because we asked if there was a squirrel season. You said people don't eat squirrel. You're wrong.
4: They do. And you said they eat squirrel pie. I, I've heard of squirrel pie. That sounds like a sex
3: move. Let's talk to Mark. Hey, Mark. You're on CMF, buddy. What's going on? Not much. Yourself? Good, man. What's going on? Good. There is a season on squirrels. Uh I don't have the book in front of me, but it either starts September 1st or October 1st. and It runs through the end of March, I believe. I think you're right.
5: That's what it says here.
3: Starts September 1st. Mark, do you go squirrel hunting?
6: I have from time to time. uh, Red squirrels are not in the book, so as
3: far as I'm concerned, (laughs) those... Those are free range to kill any time of year. Well, but these weren't actually red. These were spray I don't yeah, think you could spray paint a squirrel d- a color and be like, <laughs> oh, not in the book. I'm shooting this. <laughs> no, but gray squirrels, uh, black squirrels, uh, fox squirrels, those have seasons. But red squirrels- I shot
4: every squirrel, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Mark, have you eaten squirrel before? Yes. What's Why? It- what's it taste like?
4: Uh, It's not too bad. It's going to taste like a rat's it's, uh, ass.
3: It's not. I'll tell you what's what's. Tougher than that is woodchucks. Why would you eat a woodchuck?
5: Can you eat Mark, I've never you... heard of woodchuck. A well, woodchuck dish. Why
3: would you eat a woodchuck, Mark?
4: Oh, I'd try different things out. I think about it. It eats wood.
3: <laughs> How good that could that it taste? Groundhogs or gophers, same thing. Okay. It's Groundhog Day. You're calling up talking about eating a groundhog, Mark. And a gopher. Okay, by the way, woodchucks don't eat wood. Yes, they do. No, they gnaw wood. They don't eat wood. They eat it. They eat it. They're not connollywood. No, No, because don't do this, because the last
5: time you argued that woodchucks climb trees, we had like a month long. They
3: eat wood. Mark, say that. I'm sorry, Mark. We couldn't hear you. Go ahead. I said beavers, they eat wood. Wood Woodchucks, they eat uh, vegetation, grass.
4: Yeah, like Uh, woods, a vegetation.
3: Yeah, remember they used to call your mom the hairy beaver? Just eating wood nonstop, 24-7, Tommy. (laughs) Mark, thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks for all the info. I appreciate it. Mark goes, yeah, did let me finish. <laughs> yeah, wait, no. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake.
5: Why would you eat a woodchuck? I don't, I don't it know. It sounds gross. No. I,
4: Why would you eat I, any I, of that scuzzy-ass food? Well, look, I've said... I mean, just, I mean if you're going to hunt, I get it, but you're eating, like, garbage.
3: You're going to tell me, though, Larry, let's say you go to a cookout. Buddy puts out their woodchuck nachos. Would you try them?
4: No. You really? That sounds so nasty and low-end.
3: I mean, people ate them. They, yeah, they when must... they were
4: poor and they were out in the middle of nowhere on a wagon train. Again,
3: we... Yeah, we found better stuff to eat. So, yeah, thank you. Like, <laughs> like we if, if, they, if it was good, people would still eat it. Right. No, but we also talked about how 150, 200 years ago, lobsters were so plentiful, they served them to prisoners. Nobody Are you sure? Them. Bro, that story is rock-solid true.
4: They had so many lobsters, they'd yes. given them to prisoners.
3: Yes, it was like it was poor people food, and now you don't find much more expensive food on a menu than okay. a lobster.
4: All right, so uh, next time I go into... Wegmans, I'll check for the beaver tank. <laughs> you know what I'm going to find in there. <laughs> What's that? Yo <Your> mama. <laughs> on sale.
3: Why is she on sale? It's quality. <laughs>
4: Are you defending your yeah, mother's oh, meat? Well,
3: please know. please Maybe enjoy just... my mother's meat. I mean, you know, put my mom in that position. What one thing. My like, like, mother's standing You got here. upset that she was on sale. Well, I'm just saying, like, the first joke's <laughs> mean enough. You don't have to discount her too. She's
4: on Shoppers Club.
3: <laughs>
0: You know, we've seen throughout some
3: times in human history that? where you fall backwards into some of the most genius oh, ideas. Oh, yeah. And this might be one of these things because a company looking to get a little attention for itself with a gimmick yeah. is pointing out how we fail as a society not doing this with this food. A thousand years ago. Oh,
4: so it's something we passed up on. It
3: sounds like it. Mm. You're hanging out in the break room, just Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF, we'll jump right into it. But so, yeah. uh, Philly cream cheese, you know Philly cream cheese. so
4: the standard. Is the number one.
3: Which, by the way, fun fact, started in New York. Did you know that? No. Really? Yes, it's not from Philadelphia.
4: <laughs> to my point, Philly can't get a break.
3: Okay, so Philadelphia cream cheese <laughs> has partnered with five with bakers in five major cities well, to sell holeless bagels. Holeless so bagel. So just a piece of bread. It's a bagel without a hole. Well, <laughs> okay. it's bagel without a hole. Yeah. So it's a marketing gimmick happening only for a limited time, and the idea is you want a holeless bagel to spread on more Philadelphia cream cheese because mm. okay. that's how good it is. Mm. This is genius. Okay. Why does a bagel have a hole in it in the first place? That's a great question. What's the point of the hole in the bagel? Because you can make a holeless bagel. Well,
4: what's whole, well, you got a hole in a donut too. Okay. Right? Well, just will make you- a. F- a donut, just pure donut.
3: Okay, okay, I'm with you on that, too. What are we doing? And by the way, there are just pure, there yeah, are straight the up uncut that pure have, donuts.
4: I um, think it's the way they it. bake them. I think they hook them up when they pull them out, and that's why there's oh, a hole in there. So okay. when you go to you get the right. bagel out, okay. and the and same thing with a donut, you hook them up. I you understand. might be
3: onto something. No, I understand that the technology back in the day required a hole in it, but now so we maybe have don't. ways oh, yeah. to make holeless bagels. So but I don't,
4: I mean, I don't, I wouldn't be, I don't mind the hole in the bagel. It's not like... <laughs> Oh my God! I'm
3: missing out on that little dime of bread. Okay, no, it's not. It's not so much the dime of bread, but yes, it is more bread. Kimmy, you were going to say.
5: To your point, though, I do find myself if I if the, if there are if there's like a basket of bagels, I will find the one with like the closed hole because it is yep. easier to spread.
4: So you like a tighter hole?
5: <laughs> sure.
4: Well, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean that I get. Yeah. I think any guy could get behind a tight, tight,
3: hot, fresh out of the oven hole. Everything we use bagels for would be made easier with a holeless. bagel. Just get rid of the whole. No, hey, think about this. To give Kimmy's point, if you're mm. spreading the cream cheese on a bagel and there's no hole, when you mm. smoosh it back together and yeah. eat it, you're not going to get cream cheese all over your face when you but get to But there's that
4: kind of pleasure seeing the cheese squirt through the hole a little bit when you make the bagel. Because then you know you've got enough cream cheese Don't in there.
3: Don't look at Tommy's search history.
4: <laughs> Tight, cheesy holes. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but it would square out the side. It's you get the same thing. It's the same. It's like well, you a
4: You don't squeeze it like a baboon. You gently d- damp it down.
3: Okay, do you, you like grind your mitts in there. You tell me how to eat a bagel. When's the last time? Like you had a you're bagel? flying an F-16. Then when it comes to breakfast sandwiches, it would make a, eating a breakfast sandwich so much easier. I'm not now burning my nose with molten cheese <laughs> when I take a right. bite and it squeezes through the top of the hole. How for the life of bagels has nobody been like? You know what we should make wholeless bagels. And it may be,
4: go against religion too. I mean, there may be a religious reason why there's a hole there. It yes. may be a kosher thing or a, a, a religious thing on that bread. What about kosher? When I don't know. I don't know. I don't, from- I don't Do know, you know what all my is? Hebrew. Do you
3: know what kosher is? Yeah, it's Hebrew. No, what? I mean, what? just define to be kosher. The, what makes something kosher?
4: The rabbi's got to come and bless it. What? No, no. And no. When he walks in. No, he doesn't. And bless he sees it. your non-hold. No. Thing he may take a pass, and kosher then you don't is, get the blessing.
3: Kosher is you can't eat shellfish, you can't eat pig, you can't eat wheat. But I also thought it was the rabbi's got to come and do his thing. Right? No, no, you can't mix meat and milk. when you're cooking. Dairy. It, yes, right? dairy, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. the The, the rabbi is not there to bless it. The rabbi is there to ensure that none of these things are. I thought, I thought Coke is
4: kosher. Coke it, is kosher because it's got the yes, K on it, it.
3: Is oh my god.
4: Wait, so Coke can't touch what? In in the in
3: the Hebrew religion. Pulled pork? What would you, what? No, it's the materials going into it that would make it kosher and not kosher. See the hand? Yeah. Oh. How many Jewish people did I you give work you, with? Oy. This whole what are you do...
4: Everybody. How
3: do you I not worked know? i with this? a lot of Jewish people. Okay. And just... I've
4: eaten at kosher restaurants. I understand like things can't touch anything, mm-hmm. but I thought all oh, like kosher meat, I understand it's a process, but I also thought it was blessed. Because why how is Coke?
3: because it's not mixing any ingredients that would so make it not pre- kosher. It's right, so why you need a priest there? It's not a priest, rabbi. it's a rabbi and it's to again to ensure so, I'm not yeah, going to so have Yeah, so
5: it s- says prepare food according to the requirements of Jewish law. Yeah,
3: so. they're not blessing it. Wait, you thought it was like the pope like putting his hand over it and now it's kosher?
5: The
4: the, the Jewish pope,
3: yes. Two five two WCMF 252-9263, We started this conversation because Philadelphia Cream Cheese is running a promotion where they're partnering with five bakers in five major cities to sell wholeless bagels. The idea mm. is more cream cheese. All than right, a bagel. more bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, cute thing. Wholeless bagels. I w- if there was a place in town that sold wholeless bagels, mm. I would only get my bagels from. I would place. only go to the tight
4: hole bagel shop.
3: Bro, you could make bagels, bread for everything. Bagel burger.
4: Oh yeah. Well, they had the bagel uh, hot dog bun and all that. Stuff. Which
3: uh, what? They
4: yeah. Don't? So there's a there's a they used to sell these um, hot dog buns that had like, but it was made out of like bagel bread. It was.
3: <laughs> Why did it take you that long to explain it? So uh-huh. stay with me. Stay with me. They used to make these hot dog buns, but instead of bread, it was made out of bagels. But you know what? They Why? went out of business. Why is that? No blessing. No rabbi there to bless the. They bagel. didn't bless the, bre- the the hot dog bagel bread. It astonishes me sometimes that you've been on this planet almost twice as long as I have, yeah. and there are some basic everyday things you don't know. It's amazing to me.
4: Well, I had it half right. You had it half no, right.
3: No, I had it all right. You had it no You right.
4: didn't have no all right. You didn't even know about Coca-Cola.
3: Well, I knew Coca-Cola was kosher. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, the yellow cap means it's kosher.
4: Okay, if they put a K on the side. Well, they need a I know they cap.
3: put a K. Oh, my God. During Passover, you will see. What do you think that one was for Doc Gooden? At some Wegmans that are around the Brighton and Pittsburgh area, mm. yellow topped Coca Colas, and that means you can just look at it and know it's kosher. Right. If I'm not mistaken, mm. But you may be. Two five two. Can you Google yellow capped Coke, please? <laughs> no, I'm not letting this go. I'm not letting it go. For God's sakes, man! What? It's just it's basic stuff with the people we live around. Oh, was close. <laughs> the
5: yellow caps indicate that the soda is kosher or fit to drink of the Jewish holiday of Passover. Thank
3: you. God, you, you want to come over and we can just talk about things? Today, all right, so today you have said, uh-huh. as a man your age, one, I don't know how the gas gets to my stove. No. You said that out loud. Yeah.
4: I know it gets there, but I don't know how.
3: You said that. And two.
4: And then how it doesn't blow up my house at the same time.
3: You think all a, pre, or all a rabbi does to make something kosher is like put his hands over it, say a prayer.
4: Probably, you don't think he says a, w- a couple words? I don't know, man. Oh, you don't know. I don't. I guess oh, I, you don't. Don't I don't. Oh, you don't know. I guess I well, don't. Well, guess know. who doesn't know? Who's that? Rabbi
3: Patty Boy over here. <laughs> rabbi Patty Boy? Yeah. 252WC <laughs> above. Let's talk to Chris. Hey, Chris. What's going on, brother? Not much. Um, I worked
6: at a kitchen creative caterers here in Rochester for a long time. And the whole kitchen and all the utensils and all the pots and pans can't touch meat. And, uh, you know, everything has to be kosher. You can't even mix it. Yeah. yeah. So giving creative caterers a shout-out,
3: too, I guess. Way to go, boys. You're Um, nailing it. So there you go. All right. Great call, Chris. Thank you for the call. Have a good rest of the day. Can't touch. It is interesting, you know, because we're coming up on, uh, if you're Catholic, we're coming up on Lent, which leads into Easter. Oh, yeah, Ash Wednesday,
4: right around the corner. Yeah,
3: we found out Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. same day, right? Good luck with that. It is very interesting Mm -hmm. how some of these traditions have existed for like millennia. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, the, the idea behind kosher is, you know, people were getting sick eating pigs and mixing dairy and milk because they were, you know, walking around the desert. It's Mm. easy to get sick, right? Right. And then, like, the idea behind not eating meat on a Friday was kind of, like, the same thing. And, like, things that you would give up for Lent. They've been doing it for 1,500 years, and there are still people come Ash Wednesday that are going to get their Ashes. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they're going to give up something, and they're not going to eat meat on Fridays up until Easter.
4: So this is what starts, like, Lent kicks off on Ash Wednesday? Ash
3: Wednesday is the first day of Lent.
4: And you got to give something up.
3: Yep, and it goes until Easter. Damn. Well, yeah, I, like when I was a kid, that was like the big thing. What are you going to get? Like 100 days. It's 40 days. Represents Christ in the desert.
4: I get it. No,
3: you don't because you didn't know a religion
4: was. represents somebody. Oh,
3: my God. Is,
4: what does that even mean? Jesus, Buddha, no, this guy a, over here. There's a specific. The guy the the Beatles met up in the Himalayas?
3: <laughs> the Har- no, it wasn't Hari Krishna. It was uh, not the Dalai. It was Mom. Hari Krishna.
4: They met him at the airport.
3: <laughs> Kimmy does not get that joke. In fact, nope. 90% of our audience did not get that joke. <laughs>